Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Sessions with Sid. Today is a fun conversation that I had with Tina Anderson from Just Thrive Health, which is a company that makes my favorite probiotic and the only probiotic that I will ever use again because it is spore-based. And we get into that in the episode, but I first want to introduce Tina Anderson She has a pretty unique journey into the health space. She began her career as a trial lawyer, actually, which is pretty interesting. And when she had her second child, she left her high-stress job behind and got into working for a family pharmaceutical company. And... She was really frustrated by what she saw in the pharmaceutical industry, so she turned to the field of natural health, and she learned all she could about disease prevention and good health maintenance, and it led her to discover the importance of gut health and how crucial it is for overall health and wellness. And so she and her husband started this company, Just Thrive, and now promotes gut health and probiotics and shares her passion for wellness to help other people live their best lives. So it's a pretty cool journey into the health space. And this episode was really fun. We talk about pretty much all things gut health and probiotics. We talk about the myths about probiotics. I don't know about you, but there's so much going around about probiotics and what's good and what's not and I used to be very confused until I met Tina and started taking Just Thrive and with that we talk about how Just Thrive is spore based and it's unlike any probiotic on the market. Um, She also talks about some studies um, using Just Thrive and I love you know hearing about studies behind things before I invest and so I loved hearing about how they tested this product. We talk about mental health and gut health, signs of gut dysbiosis, including leaky gut and candida, and so much more. So if you are a gut health nerd like me, this is definitely the episode for you. And if you're interested in trying out Just Thrive, which I highly recommend because it is a crucial part of my gut healing journey that I'm currently on, then you can use my code SID15 for 15% off at checkout. And that'll be in the show notes. All right, let's dive in. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sessions with SID. Today, I am speaking with Tina from Just Thrive Probiotic. And I'm really excited to chat with her today about all things gut health and probiotics. Hi, Tina. How is it going? Hi, Sydney. It's great. Thank you. How are you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. I'm excited to chat with you today about gut health because it's a big topic I nerd out on and I'm, I know that it's one that you do um, as well. Yes. Um, can you please uh, just introduce yourself and... Um, tell us what you're passionate about and what you do. Yeah, sure. Um, my name's Tina Anderson. I'm the CEO and co-founder of Just Thrive, and I um, am super passionate about gut health, like you mentioned. And I'm just, I think, even more passionate about empowering people to take charge of their own health um, and really start looking at the whole body rather than just going to a conventional medicine doctor. Um, I was in the pharmaceutical industry before I started um, this journey in my life. I actually started out as a trial attorney. I did, I was in litigation. And then after that, um, just based on a desire to spend more time at home with my three children, it, we, I shifted over to um, an in-house counsel at a pharmaceutical, small pharmaceutical company. And my husband was in the business as well. And we just were like, this is not, um, this is not our life's work. I mean, this is not the way we should be dealing with disease and um, it just we saw the abuses in it we saw a lot of pharmaceutical companies um, really trying doctors over prescribing medications 
Um, there are there's a time and a place for pharmaceuticals. I think that there's a need for them, but I just it, not for chronic conditions. You know, I think for acute type situations and for emergency type med medical situations. But we really saw that there was um, an abuse of the industry, and we just didn't want to be involved in it. I'm a very deep thinker. My husband is also, and we read a lot of Norman Vincent Peale and Wayne Dyer, and uh, we do a lot of you know deep thinking and we were not doing our life's work anymore. And so we just said, we need to shift into something that really meant something to us. And so um, I always say through kind of being at the right place at the right time and um, having everything aligned the way it was supposed to, uh, we were able to license these very, um, very, very specialized strains of probiotics. And, and from there, that's where Just Thrive probiotic was born. So it's been the most incredible journey I've ever been on and, and really the empowering of people's health. That's one of our company's missions is, is empowering people to take charge of their own health and not just take what a conventional medicine doctor tells you. Any doctor tells you, listen to your body, figure out you know why getting to the root cause of it. I'm really, really, really passionate about people getting to the root cause of an issue. Um, and, and you know, figuring out what the problem is and fixing that. And then all these other great things start to happen. Yeah, wow, I love that. I didn't realize that you were um, um, an attorney and all that, that's really neat. Um, and I love that you realized you weren't in alignment with your passion and, and then you shifted into alignment and this beautiful thing happened, which is um, Just Thrive. Um, thank you for sharing about that. Um, can you, Talk about um, what um, inspired you, you know, I mean, you kind of talked about what inspired you to start Dress Thrive, but was there anything um, th that really sparked your passion for making sure that there were these really high quality probiotics um, on the market that would really help heal people? Yeah, I mean, fortunately, I did not have any big digestive issues or anything like that. Um, I actually thought I was perfectly fine and I, I was, but then when I started taking the product, then I'm like, no, now I know what being regular means. You know, it's like, now you understand it. But we had um, a relative, my husband had a relative who literally started out with like one issue. She had like a knee pain. And so she went on some medicine and then that caused her to have skin issues. And then this, then she went on another pharmaceutical and that caused her to have stomach issues, you know? And it's like, I mean, within like six months, she was on a dozen different medications and not getting any better. And, you know, you see that, that and that's that slippery slope as you start on one and you start on another. And again, there is a time and a place. And I, I'm not here to say like, oh my God, don't ever go on a pharmaceutical. It's just figure, maybe you need to be on it for a certain amount of time. And then that during that time, focus on why do I have this condition? You know, why do I have inflammation going on? Why do I have you know, high cholesterol, high blood pressure? Um, why do I have allergies? Why do I have um, a skin rash? You know, and you need to get to the root cause of it. People need to focus on the root cause. And so we, and I think her situation that happened, this relative of ours, you know, it really shed to shed light on this big issue. And then, and then we had a situation in the office where a pharmaceutical rep came in. We had won this huge um, bid for one of the largest hospital systems in the country. And the pharmaceutical rep came in and was like, this is great. We won this bid. And he goes, you know what my job now is? My job now is to go to every doctor in this hospital system and have them lower the number that they are going to prescribe the medicine. So in essence, like lowering the number, like they didn't, these people wouldn't necessarily need the medicine, but now these drug reps were going to go in and try to convince the doctor to lower, you know, have, or try to, I don't know, you know, convince them or bring, give information to try to convince them to have them give it at a lower, you know, number to prescribe it. So in essence, giving medication when somebody didn't really need it. And, and we saw that all the time. And so we just, it was, and like, this is not, this is not what people should be doing. And it's just, it's sad because people want to get healthy and yet they're just getting more sick with the onset of all these pharmaceuticals. Yeah, it's really scary that pharmaceutical companies have these quotas they have to meet and they're just prescribing things because they need to meet those quotas and not because people actually need the medication. I mean, it's it's so scary and I work in the mental health field and like people are taking medication for symptoms and they don't need medication for them, but 
it's, it's so scary. Um, I know. I know it is. Yeah. I'm, um, oh, so fascinating. Can we maybe start by talking about, you know, the common offenders of gut health, um, things that people might be experiencing that they don't realize are part of their gut health? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, the interesting thing about our gut health is that um, about 10 years ago or so, the Human Microbiome Project came out. And that project told us more about the gut than we ever knew before. And we now know that the gut pretty much controls us. I mean, so we are 10 times more bacterial cells than we are human cells. And so that really is a lot for people to really understand. We are actually more bacteria than we are human. And so And most of our microbes, uh, most of our organisms that make up our microbiome are found in our gut. So we have these microorganisms living on and about us all over, but the primary majority of them are found in our gut. So for all these years, we've never been focusing on taking care of our gut health. You know, we've been, and in fact, we live in this world that is so toxic to our gut, yet our gut is dictating virtually every aspect of our overall health. And so I think that's really important for people to really understand is that when you're, when it comes to health, you know, it used to be like, oh, we, I take a multivitamin because that'll like help me get all these, you know, essential nutrients, things like that. But now the focus has to be on our gut. We know the gut is dictating virtually every aspect of our overall health. There's actually not one health condition that is not related to an imbalance in your gut health. So you know, cancer, diabetes, um, Alzheimer's, dementia, you know, all autoimmune issues, all of these, you know, chronic conditions that people are facing are all a result of an imbalance going on in your gut microbiome. And that is really shocking to people because I think so many people think of, um, you know, I need a probiotic or I need to take care of my gut health because they have constipation, diarrhea, gas, bloating. They have, um, maybe some gastro, you know, GERD or, you know, acid reflux, that kind of thing. But really it's like any type of situation that you're, any kind of health issue that you're dealing with really stems from an imbalance in your gut. doesn't mean that there's not other things you could do to support that. But so you would ask, I'm sorry, I kind of went off on a tangent, but the, the, so when you talk about the offenders of gut health, that's what's so scary. So one of the biggest offenders of gut health, um, are antibiotics. So antibiotics are, you know, obviously we know kind of now not to be taking antibiotics as if we, you know, really, really, really don't have to. Antibiotics save lives. And I, I'm not saying never to take them, but you know, you really don't want to take them when you don't need them for one. And you really want to be just careful to not take them very often because they are wreaking havoc on our gut. But the scary thing is that antibiotics are found in our food supply and people are getting antibiotics in our food supply. And um, that is wreaking havoc on our gut. Another big offender of gut health would be glyphosate, which is the active ingredient in Roundup. So when people tell you to eat clean and, you know, really stay away, you know, try to eat organic food and stay away from processed foods and things like that. I mean, that's really, really, there's a lot of truth to that because we know glyphosate, which is, I said, again, is the active ingredient in Roundup actually targets the beneficial bacteria. So with an antibiotic, it's targeting, the antibiotic will kill the bad bacteria, which is why you have it, but it also kills the good bacteria and why it's problematic. With glyphosate, it actually only targets the bad bacteria. So glyphosate is even worse on our gut than even antibiotics are. They're both really bad, but you know, glyphosates are even worse. And, and they are so rampant in our food supply. And um, you know, the other big offender is stress. So you know, we think that stress doesn't have an impact on our physical well-being. I think we're starting to learn that more and more now. But stress is a huge, huge, um, you know, offender of our gut health. There's something called the gut-brain axis, the vagus nerve. I'm sure you know all about that. And um, and basically, the gut and the brain are sending signals to each other. And so it's really important that you know, when people say like, oh, I've got, you know, gut issues, I've got gut imbalance and that, you know, trying to change your lifestyle, doing meditation, deep breathing, whatever it is that brings you peace and calm, um, more than likely it's literally changing your lifestyle because we are so addicted to this stressful lifestyle. And um, I think we really need to be focused on just, you know, calming ourselves down and, and eliminating as much stress as we possibly can. 
And then, you know, probably one of the biggest offenders is leaky gut. And leaky gut is, we can go into that later, but leaky gut is exactly what it sounds like. It's basically your gut, there's holes in your intestines that are these tight junctions open up in your intestinal cell wall and toxins will seep into your bloodstream. So these toxins aren't really problematic in your gut, but when they seep into your bloodstream, they cause all kinds of havoc. And, and all of that. So we just really, really have to be careful and, and be mindful of leaky gut. And we could, like I said, certainly talk about that later because we have a double blind human clinical trial on it. But, um, and then the environmental toxins, you know, they, that we live in, there's so many toxins that we are faced with. Um, the air we're breathing right now, you know, there's, um, you know, like the Roundup that's sprayed on all the lawns and, um, and, you know, it's just that the tox that we do live in a very toxic world and one that is unfortunately very, very disruptive to our gut microbiome, which is a shame because that is, you know, that is dictating our overall health. Yeah. Thank you for so clearly outlining those offenders. Um, yeah, I mean, I know that I personally took so many antibiotics as a child for like ear infections. And like, of course, back then, I don't think it was as known that antibiotics were so terrible for the gut. And I'm just like, man, I wish I had a say, you know, back then um, to not take them, but I didn't know. Uh, And so I'm like now dealing with all these issues as an adult. yeah, that that is really common. I will when we first started, and I was talking to like customers all the time, and I would I'd say um, they're like, oh, I've got you know Crohn's or IBS or I've got some you know awful condition, and and they would say, and I'm like, you know, were you on antibiotics by any chance? And they're, oh yeah, I had acne and I was on antibiotics all the time for like five years. I was on antibiotics, and I'm like, yeah. I mean, I talk to people all the time with that, or or I'll say, well, how were you born? Were you born vaginally? Were you born via C-section? that all has that plays a role in your body also because when you're born vaginally or i mean the the way a human is inoculated with their gut microbiome is through vaginal childbirth and so your mother passes on to the child the mother passes on to the child their microbiome so it's really important that a pregnant mom is gut is really healthy um, but and then they also get their they're inoculated the baby's inoculated with their with more bacteria through close skin to skin contact and breastfeeding so really really important that you try to do those things now obviously not everybody can you know be born vaginally there's a lot of very legitimate reasons why you wouldn't do that but um, certainly um, if you can that would be great because that is when you are inoculated with your gut microbiome is through vaginal childbirth but we see this all the time people who are born C-section, they weren't breastfed, then they were on antibiotics. It's like, oh my gosh, you know, it's like a perfect storm for an imbalanced gut. Yeah, totally. And I feel like it's hard because we don't control how we're born. We don't control when we're little and our parents give us medicine, we're just told to take it. Um, yes. And then we have all these issues that we need to kind of undo. Um, and that's like one of my biggest passions is is with children because I feel like you see this with kids now are, you know, when I was a child, I mean, I knew one person, one boy through like from kindergarten through high school that had a peanut allergy. Nobody else had an allergy. And now it's like every, you've got the, you know, with my, and now my kids are even older and, you know, they're adult kids. And, it, and even when they were there, you know, there were so many fewer aller- people with allergies. And now it's like the peanut free tables and the, you know, kids are just, it's an epidemic with autism, with peanut free tables and, um, and allergies and all of that. And it, it, gluten intolerances, all these things are just, you know, the, the kids especially are really the ones that are the biggest victims of this gut imbalance because they, and that's why they have these allergies. You have an allergy because you have a leaky gut. I mean, you have, I mean, you definitely, you have an autoimmune disease because you have a leaky gut and, and people don't even know what leaky gut is. I mean, conventional doctors aren't even talking about it. And yet it's the most, you know, fundamental and well understood um, concept in the gut health community. Yeah. Um, Maybe we can, jump into that because you had talked about what leaky gut is. Um, but I'm interested in, you know, hearing about these clinical trials because I'm one of the reasons I love your probiotic is, I mean, so many reasons, but I love that there's research behind it. 
because when I'm going to invest in something, especially when it comes to my health, I want to know what the research is. And so, yeah, can you tell us um, about that leaky gut study and, um, you know, kind of the results from that and anything else that you feel really illustrates um, the importance of taking, you know, a really good probiotic for the gut? Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you for, you're such a nice raving fan and I totally appreciate it. So thank you for saying that. And thank you for recognizing the research because that was one of our big missions is that, you know, supplements are really, really good. Like there's a lot of great supplements out there. And unfortunately, like anything, there are some that are, have a bad reputation and that, you know, people will call it snake oil and all that. And so we really wanted to elevate the standard in supplements because we know we don't get a lot of nutrients from our food supply anymore. We don't get things from our soil that we used to. So we really think we, we know people need to be taking them and we don't want people to be scared of them. And so, or like worried. And so we do everything we've done is based on research, everything. And that is so rare in the supplement industry. So rare very, very few supplement companies do any type of clinical trial. They may do clinical trials on certain ingredients within their product, but they don't do it with the whole like, you know, formulation or the combination of um, it would, in our case with these particular strains. And so we, the first study we did was a survivability study was just showing that, you know, we knew most probiotics die before they get into the intestines. And so we did a survivability study comparing like the one, one of the um, leading selling probiotics sold at, you know, major health food stores and died off. They died off 99.99% by the time they got to the intestines where the strains and just thrive, which are spore based strains actually got there hundred percent. And they do this naturally. It's not because we've been terracotta that or done anything engineered. These are the same strains our ancestors used to get from the environment. So, you know, survive. That was our first study. Then we did a gut um, gut model study. And there's only two universities in the whole world that do this study. And it's basically you, the only way to test how a organism affects the microbiome. It's a simulated type of a um, gastric system. And so basically that study showed us that these strains that we use in Just Thrive actually cause a 30% favorable shift in the gut microbiome within two and a half weeks. And that was so profound to us because there was no study like that with any other probiotics on the market. Um, in fact, most probiotics won't make that type of a shift in the microbiome. And so the, uh, you know, and the big thing with the spores is that we're not trying to like just kill off the bad bacteria. What we're trying to do is create a healthy balance and to recondition the gut microbiome. We're not taking an approach of like, just you know, blow torching the whole gut and, and getting rid of things. We need the bacteria, but we also need to you know, um, respect that balance in the microbiome. So the next study that we did was really what was groundbreaking. And this was actually a double blind human controlled, you know, double blind human clinical study and it was on metabolic endotoxemia, which is leaky gut. So like I said, leaky gut is those, you know, we knew that we knew that the strains in Just Thrive had the ability to um, seal up the tight junctions. Leaky gut is when the tight junctions open and allow for toxins to seep out of your gut and into your bloodstream. And so uh, basically what they, we did, we took 100 college students, um, and not we, but University of North Texas did the study. They took 100 college students. They tested, these were all healthy kids. These were supposedly healthy kids. No underlying, no medications, no underlying health conditions that they knew of. And they gave them a challenge meal. So they gave them a McDonald's or some, I don't know, some fast food uh, meal, which we knew would, you know, cause, you know, some issues if you had a leaky gut. Sure enough, um, 55% of those kids had a leaky gut and didn't know it. And so they took those 55% of the kids, split them in half, and took half of them had the placebo, and then half of them had the strains used in Just Thrive, which are the spore-based strains. Um, and they sent them home for 30 days. They took their product, no other lifestyle or diet, dietary modifications. They didn't change their diet. And we all know college students aren't doing wonderful things to their bodies. They came back after 30 days. They did this test again. They found out that um, they gave them a challenge meal. They tested their, the LPS toxins in their bloodstream. And they found that the placebo group had a 32% increase in their LPS toxins. And the 
treated group actually had a 42% reduction in their LPS toxins, which is a huge, huge percentage after just a month, no other dietary lifestyle modifications. So what this told us is that these strains are actually reducing those toxins from seeping into the bloodstream, which of course is so great for, you know, maintaining this, you know, healthy inflammatory response. You know, we need a healthy inflammatory response in our body. And um, when you have the leaky gut, your body, you know, you, the, the bloodstream, the immune system sees something that shouldn't be in the bloodstream and it starts having this, you know, overreaction of your immune system. And so this is what's causing allergies. This is what's causing um, autoimmune disease. Um, it's the number one driver of Alzheimer's is a heightened LPS toxin level in your bloodstream. Um, also with heart disease, cancer, diabetes, you name it. I mean, all of these things are a result of these LPS toxins that are sleep seeping into your bloodstream. So this was a very profound study. Um, it was one of its kind. We don't know of any other, not only a probiotic, but we don't know another pharmaceutical company, their product that has a study of this magnitude um, that's actually showing that it's sealing up that tight junction. I just find this so fascinating. Like I knew some of this already, but it's just to hear the research because I'm such, I'm such a, an investigator mind where I need to know things, you know, like tangible research. But this just fascinates me that like they didn't change anything except whether they were treated or not with your probiotic and saw such a dramatic um, improvement. And it just really speaks to how important probiotics, like the right probiotics are for our gut health and our really our overall well-being because as you said at the beginning our gut health is everything like it literally is everything yeah and um i think i'm just a little bit like fascinated like i'm just like wow you know um it is it's really exciting i mean it's yeah. really to find something that we could take once a day that could have such a dramatic impact on you know, your gut barrier, we have to, our gut barrier, which is the, you know, outside lining of our intestines is so critically important for our health. Because, you know, even if you're eating really healthy, you know, you're eating kale and spinach and, you know, lots of really nutrient rich foods, food particles could seep into your bloodstream. They could seep out of that. And even food, kale does not belong in your bloodstream and your body notices kale and it will start having this inflammatory response. So, the number one thing you need to do with anything is to make sure that your gut lining is intact. And if we know that, I mean, the estimates are that the adult population, like probably 80 to, 80 to probably 90% of the adult population has a leaky gut and doesn't know it. I mean, this was a study done on healthy college, young college students, and 55% of them, you know, have a leaky gut. And it's not surprising because we see, like I mentioned, the world we live in is so uh, you know, abusive to our gut microbiome. And so that's why it's really, really important that we, you know, we, that's what we focus on. And, and, and when kids are little, you start focusing on the gut microbiome when kids are little. And, and there are other things to do besides taking a probiotic. I just, the probiotic is super, super effective, but you know, there are, you know, mindfulness things like we talked about, um, you know, just staying away, avoiding sugar, avoiding alcohol. There's a lot of things that we can, and, and just a really avoiding processed foods. That's super important. And, and just trying to cook at home and do those types of things. And, you know, eating lots of fruits and vegetables and greens, mostly vegetables. And, um, and then, you know, eating healthy fats and, and things like that. So um, I think it's, it's really important that we are mindful of everything we're eating, how is it affecting our gut health? Because our gut is really dictating so much of our overall health. Yeah. I have um, a few different branches off of, um, you know, talking about the studies. One of the things that really stuck out to me was this idea of, you know, toxins can literally leak into our bloodstream. And you mentioned at the beginning, um, you know, when you're talking about the offenders of gut health being toxins. Um, and I'm wondering if you have other ways that people can 
detoxify their bodies um, and or how to avoid toxins in the environment, in food. Um, you kind of mentioned some like the Roundup and everything, but kind of what you personally would recommend for a detoxification process um, when it comes to, you know, getting your health in order. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of saunas. So, um, I'm, I have my infrared sauna in my basement. And so, um, I just, I'm a huge, huge fan of saunas. I think the sweating aspect of it is great. Just even exercise is going to cause you to sweat, which is going to, you know, get rid of toxins, which is really important. So sweating is just a great thing. I know my husband does a lot of, uh, hot yoga, which is great for that. But I do think that I also think just avoiding a lot of, um, I mean, obviously if you have have like mold toxins or anything like that. We, you have to recognize that and get out of that environment because that's, that's a problem. The first thing to do is get, try to get rid of the toxins. Um, and a lot of, you know, products that we're using on our body, you know, our skin, you know, they always talk about skin as our biggest organ and yet we're loading our body with all of these toxins and all of, you know, all of these ingredients that are wreaking havoc on our, you know, they'll, they will wreak havoc on our gut. <clears throat> so excuse me, <laughs> I have something in my throat. That's okay. So yeah, I think um, I'm I'm a huge fan of saunas. I mean, that would probably be the biggest detox thing I do. I love that. I feel like you know when you're going when you have regular bowel movements too, you're just detoxing all the time, and that's so important. And and that's what has happened, you know, for me personally with Just Thrive is just the since I started taking it, it's like, like I said, I was totally regular. I thought until I started taking just thrive and it was like, okay, now I know what it is to be regular. It's just, you know, you just feel so good. Cause you're like, you've got more energy because you're just detox. You're getting rid of all those toxins. So regular bowel movements, sauna, um, avoiding a lot of products that have, um, the, all of these toxins in them for one, even yeah. like our, our fillings in our mouth and things like that. Yeah. Um, thanks for, for offering those. Um, I love saunas and I mean, I don't have an available right now, but I'm looking forward to when that is available again. Um, so can you, you said, you know, too, that there are people who have leaky gut and they don't even realize it. What are some maybe telltale signs that you may have a leaky gut? Well, for sure, if you have an autoimmune disease or a um, allergy, I mean, it's almost, you know, almost guaranteed that you have a leaky gut. Um, and that people will say that all the time, like, how do I find out if I have a leaky gut? And I, I always say, just assume that you do, because whatever else you're going to be doing, like, let's say, you know, you were taking Just Thrive because you thought you maybe had a leaky gut, and that's great. And, and, and if you didn't have a leaky gut and you were taking Just Thrive, I'm always like, well, the side effects include more energy, better immune response. Like, you know, it, it's like the side effects are so great anyway. So it's like, we should just assume that we have a leaky gut because so many people, uh, especially if you're an adult and, you know, all of that. And with kids, it's just, we know that if they're being, uh, you know, their gut's being attacked on a daily basis by all of these offenders. And so we want to just be taking care of it. And, and, and that's the beautiful part about these strains is that there's no downside to taking them. I mean, there's no downside. It's, it's all good. You know, you, I know so many people who I have a friend who's a dentist and she's like, Oh my God, I, she's, she suspected she had leaky gut. She started taking it. She had so many incredible, like, benefits from the product but then she's like i was always sick in the winter because you know my hands are in people's mouth I'm, they're breathing on me and all that and she's like and literally like i have had the most healthy winter i had had in years because she just there's so many like your immune system 78 80 percent of your immune system is found in your gut so there are so many side effects of this that are so great that people aren't you know that that's the beautiful part about it you may take it because you have gas and bloating but then now all of a sudden my skin starts to like, my skin rash feels better or is looking better or, you know, or you take it because you have a skin rash and then all of a sudden, you know, you are happier. A lot of people experience better mood because like I said, there's that gut brain connection. So um, people with anxiety and depression don't think to look at their gut, but yet that's the first place they should look because there is that huge communication between, you know, your gut and your brain. So lots of good side effects. 
Yeah. I love that you brought up mental health as well because that's my field. And um, it's so fascinating to me how the gut is highly related to mental health because of serotonin production in the gut. And so I appreciate that you mentioned that it can help people um, with their mood and um, anxiety. And I am not like a nutritionist or anything. So I don't think I'm really allowed to tell people like, oh, well, you know, let's look at your gut health. But I tell people all the time when I'm in therapy with them, like, you know, it might be a good idea to get this checked out by a doctor, you know, maybe take a probiotic, you know, um, and yeah, it's just amazing to me how mental health is so tied into gut, gut health. Yeah, for sure. And also just speaking to like what you said about there's something so like magical about just being regular. Like it's just like, it's so uncommon that when you are, it's like this miracle that happens. Yes. Yes. It it really is. You're absolutely right. Yeah. And I've definitely noticed a difference. Um, um, taking just thrive and like, I say this a lot, but like, I can never buy another probiotic, like a different one than that, because I know about all the research and like, I've seen actual improvement, whereas other probiotics, I've just wasted money and not even noticed anything. And, um, and that's, I think the other problem is sometimes other probiotics can actually make problems worse because what happens, like most probiotics are made up of lactobacillus and bifidobacterium. And those products, like if you have SIBO, small intestinal bowel overgrowth, I mean, you could have that actually will contribute to that colonic overgrowth in the small bowel. And, um, and then people have a lot of times people, they're like, Oh, I can't take a probiotic. It's like, I'm like, do you have a histamine intolerance? And they're like, yeah. And so they have a, if a lot of lactobacillus strains will actually cause people with histamine intolerance to have a really bad histamine reaction. So um, it's really important. And the spores that are found in just thrive don't do that. They don't, they don't, you know, they actually, don't contribute to any of the colonic overgrowth in the small bowel. They don't produce histamine. So they aren't having, um, you know, so they don't have any type of, you know, negative reaction other than when people start, sometimes they might feel some die off or some, you know, discomfort and all that. But this is really a different um, approach to gut health and it's a different category of probiotics. It's It's like a completely different category of probiotics. So, you know, you've got the lactobacillus and bifidobacterium strains, um, you know, I love to use that garden analogy. And if you envision a garden and it's got, you know, it's been stepped on and trampled on and there's weeds growing all over that garden. Um, and you kind of compare that to your gut, you know, you've got all these like bad bacteria and like you've got some good bacteria, but they're not really flourishing. Um, so if you take the lactobacillus and bifidobacterium strains that are found in most common probiotics and you throw them in that garden, most will die. They'll never even get to the garden alive. But even if they did get there, they may plant a plant here and there within the garden. So maybe the garden looks a little bit nicer, but they haven't done anything with the rest of the gardener. Where the spores that are found in Just Thrive, these bacillus strains, they go into the garden, they get there 100% alive, they attach to the soil, they actually have the capability of getting rid of the weeds, and then they have the ability to bring those plants that have been stepped on and trampled on back to life. So it's like these are this intelligent gardener in your gut. They're actually getting rid of, you know, they're attaching to the intestinal cell wall, they're colonizing there, and then they're having, they have the ability to help the body get rid of the pathogenic bacteria, and then they have the, body, the ability to help have your, you know, gut, your good bacteria thrive and flourish in your gut. So it's a very, very intelligent approach to gut health and um, one that's so much more effective. And it is a completely different category and why you see such dramatic results with people. Yeah. I think that's such a, such a great analogy for people. Um, and for me, I mean, I didn't even think about it that way, but it makes so much sense. Um, can we talk about how this spore-based probiotic um, works on candida? Because I think candida is less talked about, it seems like. Um, so can you maybe tell us 
like what candida is and then how this probiotic specifically helps with that. And I'm mostly asking because it's something I'm currently um, healing from and I think it's interesting, but perhaps somebody has it and doesn't realize it too. So. Right. Well, so the interesting thing about candida is, and this is what a lot of people don't know is that candida is a part of our natural part of our gut flora. It belongs there. And so the, what we don't want to do is just get rid of all the candida. It's just an overgrowth. And so it's an overgrowth of the candida in your, in your gut. And so the way the spores, how they handle candida is they, I like to say they elbow them out. They just kind of move them out of their space and, and kind of take over. And so they're competitively excluding them. So they go in there and kind of get rid of the overgrowth. And that's what's so cool about these strains is that they know what to do. Like they, they do something different in your gut than they do in my gut. And again, this isn't because we've got, you know, we've engineered them. This, these are the same bacteria that our ancestors used to get from the soil. And um, they they would take them on a regular basis, not not in a capsule form. They would just get them from their food, from their roots and tubers that they ate. This is the way we evolved. And so these bacteria are actually, that's what they do. They're very intelligent and they recognize that, yeah, we don't want to get rid of all the candida because that's a normal part of the gut flora, but we just need to kind of, this overgrowth is not normal. And so we're going to try to get rid of that and competitively exclude that overgrowth of the candida. Yeah, I love that analogy too, elbowing them out. Yeah, um, and a lot of people will say to us like, we, oh my God, I, I have less sugar cravings now that I started taking your product. And that makes sense because they're getting rid of that yeast overgrowth. And so, um, and then, the, you know, the sugar is attracted to the yeast and, and the yeast is attracted to the sugar. So it's really, um, it's interesting. Like I said, these, the side effects are so much better than the pharmaceutical ones out there. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely relate to what you said about the sugar and um, yeah, it can be such a tricky animal dealing with candida overgrowth, but I definitely have noticed an improvement. Um, it's funny cause my new shipment of <laughs> just thrive just came in today. So I'm excited to grab it. Um, um, so we're talking a lot about, um, you know, um, kind of like immunity and detoxifying and, Obviously, there's a pandemic happening right now, and I'm wondering if you can talk about kind of COVID um, and its relation to gut health. Yeah. Um, it's so tricky because, you know, we have to be careful with what we say with this, and I, I want to make it, you know, do a disclaimer saying that I do not, you know, I'm not saying that our product is a, um, you know, cure or a treatment or anything like that for any type of virus out there, but um, it's it's actually been really um, a little bit frustrating to me during this time that you know we have all of our health officials standing up there telling us, oh, we're going to get a vaccine in a year and a half, and we're going to or we we get this or we we found a you know we think we found a treatment, we found this, but nobody is standing up there telling us, okay, we've got time now, everyone. We know we have to know the only there's no treatment out there for this. You know, there's nothing that's been shown to treat or prevent COVID-19. Nothing natural, nothing pharmaceutical that's really shown that it's going to be a treatment. And But what we do know is that we could count on our own immune system. We have to count on our own immune system to protect us from this because there is no drug or treatment. And our immune system has to be functioning optimally. So all the things we do to be healthy are really important. And the gut plays a really, really important role in the immune system. So about 80% of our immune tissue is in the gut. I mean, that's like the overwhelming majority of our immune tissue is found in the gut. Um, And we started following like the recent studies on how the immune system battles this particular virus. And you start to realize that it's the proliferation of these cells called T cells and B cells. And they're required to, those T cells and B cells are required to detect and to start to fight the virus. And most of that proliferation occurs in the tissues that are found in the gut, in the small intestine. And so that's why it's so important and critical to be taking care of our gut. So, you know, the key to having a healthier microbiome is because, um, or the key to all of this is to have a healthier microbiome because it's your microbiome that actually stimulates those tissues to improve the proliferation of the immune cells. So, um, you know, our immune system is really 
our only defense against the virus right now. And 80% of our immune system is in our gut. And if you have a dysfunctional gut, your immune system can be suppressed or confused. Or on the flip side, if you have a healthy and functioning microbiome, your immune system should be working more optimally. So um, it's it's been really, really a, a, you know frustrating that people aren't talking about this. They're not talking about this when we're talking about what you know what to do. Instead, you know, it's like I, I think it's always so funny that like liquor stores are open and liquor store. I mean, which I'm not saying that they shouldn't be, but I'm you know it's just funny that like that's an essential business and yet this you know and yet the you know microbiome is so negatively impacted by alcohol and um and sugar and you know everyone's doing all of these like happy hours and drinking more than they ever had before and and I, I, there's no judgment because i can't say i wasn't guilty of it either in the beginning but you know those are things that are wreaking havoc on our gut and we need you know we have to remember our body is designed so beautifully to defend and every day it's faced with viruses and every day we're faced with you know types of pathogenic bacteria and things like that but our body is naturally designed to fight these things i mean that's how our body is made and we have to remind ourselves of that and not being so fearful i mean fear and stress are like i said one of the worst things we could do for our gut health and yet we're being fed all this information of fear and it's terrible. And so I just, I think, you know, we have to remember that 80% of our immune systems in our gut, we need to be taking care of our gut health and, and, and know that there's so much we could do right now and exercise and eating healthy and cooking at home and, you know, really trying to stay away from processed foods, I think could be such one of the biggest, you know, defenders of this virus and this pandemic out here. And yet nobody's talking about it. All they're talking about is, you know, a vaccine and, and, you know, all of these other treatments and things like that. I think we need to be really focusing on what can we do right now? And right now there's a lot we could be doing and, and that's to be taking care of our own health and our immune system. Yeah, totally. I agree with you. I really wish that people were talking about that more to like the general public. Cause I think people who are in the health and wellness space, like, like we are and a bunch of other people, it's being talked about in those spaces, which is amazing, but it's, it needs to reach the greater collective um, because this is affecting so many people and they're not even aware that their immune system and their gut is a huge part of this virus. And what you said about fear is a really important point that people are really caught up in the fear of contracting this. And when you're in that fear mindset, you're telling your body to be in a fight or flight response. And then you're actually more likely to, to, to kind of attract that to you because um, fear attracts fear. So I really yeah. agree with you that, yeah, we need to be focused on these things. Yeah, you're absolutely right. The fear is the worst thing and, and the fear of other people, which is so bad. I mean, one of the biggest things we could be doing for our mental health is to be, you know, to, to be around people, have a group of friends and have a community. And um, I know I, I work out outside every day. I mean, that's the way I either I'm on a bike ride or I'm running or jogging, walking, power walking outside. And I am very conscious to say good morning, good morning, and have a big smile on my face because I want people like we're so afraid of each other. And it's so sad. It's just, it's really sad. And I think we have to, you know, kind of shift our focus for not being afraid of one another. In fact, the, the scariest part is with the, the young kids, the toddlers who are building their immune system and, and the newborns, they need to be around people to build their immune system. So I'm a little concerned about all the secondary effects of what will, the, the effects of all of this, because I think we, we need to be around each other and we need to be taking care of our immune system. And, but I, I'm trying to do my part and just, you know, giving love and good to so many other people out there just to pass it along. And we, like, we could be six feet apart, but we could still say good morning to each other and we could still say hi. And, you know, I feel like, you know, you, you it just through this whole thing, people have become so like isolated and they're forgetting how to be with other people. And so it's, it's really important that we just remember that we need community. I mean, that's really important for us right now is we need the community and we need to 
be kind to each other and um, not judgmental and, and all of that. So I think it's really important that we just give a lot of love out there. Yeah, absolutely. Like you said, it's, I'm trying to be the light and give the love and that's what we, we really need that right now, um, especially. So yeah, I, I love that we, we talked about that because um, it's so important that people have community. Right. No, definitely. And I think the other interesting thing is that people, you know, the United States has this high number of cases. And, and to be honest with you, I'm not even that versed on the amount of cases. I've really tried to stay away from the news. I feel like you know, everyone's, I think a lot of people are doing that. Just, we know that there's an agenda that everybody's pushing at whatever station you're watching to. And it's like, I'm not interested in anybody else's agenda, but I, I think it's just, it's really interesting that our country has the most amount of cases, obviously with most amount of people, we have such a high, higher percentage of cases, but the country that we are living in is very unhealthy. I mean, we have an unhealthy society. We have an epidemic of obesity. We have an epidemic of people eating glyphosate ridden foods. Um, so it would make sense. And now, you know, it, it all ties back to the gut and it all ties back to the fact that our immune system is in our gut. And so we need our immune system to be opt you know, functionally optimally. And so when people are eating the processed foods all the time or eating unhealthy foods and, and where our kids are loaded with sugar and they're being brought up with, you know, all of this processed and over, you know, just, just not healthy foods. Um, it's no wonder that our country is being hit so hard with this because our immune systems are not strong and healthy. So I think that's really an important note and, and nobody's talking, you know, very few pe people are talking about it in our space, like you said, and thank God for you that you have a platform like this to be talking about it. So um, it's, it's really important that we continue that conversation after this because there will be other viruses. There's a viruses every day that we're faced with. So. Yeah, I appreciate you too. Um, and I'm going to ask you a few more questions because I just love talking with you. Um, so what are some of the myths around probiotics? Because I know I had a lot of misconceptions um, before I met you th about three years ago um, in person, which is really cool. So um, it's really nice to be sitting with you now. But I didn't know a lot of kind of the myths around probiotics and had a lot of misinformation. So could you maybe talk a little bit about some of the myths that are around, you know? Yeah. So one of the myths that um, I always, that I always start out with, I already mentioned it is the refrigeration. So there's this myth out there and, oh, well, my doctor told me, make sure if you get a probiotic, it's in the refrigerated section because that's a high quality probiotic. And it always, you know, it never ever made sense to me because like if a probiotic needs to be refrigerated in order to stay alive, then how in the world would it ever survive your body temperature, which is 98.6, much hotter than the you know, store shelf of room temperature. So um, that's really the biggest one. You know, the, the definition of a probiotic is that it needs to arrive alive in the intestines. And so it needs to be alive in the intestines. It does not need to be alive in the refri refrigerator. You know, it needs to be alive in the intestines. So with the spores that are found in Just Thrive, they have this spore shell around itself. And when it has the spore shell, shell around itself, it's dormant. So it's not live. So it actually is dormant in the bottle. So when you got your bottle today or yesterday in the mail, like it's dormant and you swallow it, it's dormant. It gets your gastric system is so harsh and acidic, but it still is dormant. It has that hardy shell around itself. It's not till it hits the intestines that it takes, it takes its shell off and it goes into its live vegetative cell state. That's where you need your probiotic to be alive. The strains need to be alive when they hit the intestines and they're in the intestines. So that's really the biggest myth out there that a good probiotic needs to be refrigerated. And um, it's actually a sign of a weak probiotic because if it needs to be refrigerated, it can't withstand the room temperature of the store shelf. So it would never survive your body temperature of 98.6. Um, another big myth out there is that a probiotic with 50 billion CFUs or 50 billion cells, however people like to refer to it as, is better than one that has 10 or one that has four. Or, you know, now you see probiotics that are 50 billion count, 
You see some that are like sick, they're 250 billion. I mean, it's, that is really a marketing pitch. There is no science behind that. I mean, probably some companies started putting more in because they know that they're all dying before they ever get to the intestines. So they thought, well, maybe some will survive, but that is really a marketing. There is no, I've never seen a study that showed that more is better. The key is what do the strains that once they get there, what, how are they affecting that gut? And remember, I told you about that gut model study that we did in the beginning. We have with ours, it's 3 billion CFUs and it made it cause a 30% favorable shift in the gut in two and a half weeks. I mean, that's what we need to be focusing on is what do the strains do? Not how many you have, how many CFUs. So do not get caught up in that at all. Um, another one is that um, another big myth out there is that you need um, a diverse, that you, you want probiotics with like, 15 different strains and you want to switch them off every couple months. A lot of people will say, oh, you know, you need to rotate your probiotics. And the reason for that is that we want a diverse microbiome. And that is true that we need a diverse microbiome. They, they you know, all the studies, everybody agrees on this, that if you have a diverse microbiome, you have like meaning lots of different types of species of bacteria and um, in different, you know, shapes and sizes, but the more diverse, the better. Um, and that's true. But switching up your probiotics every month does not do that for you. The way you have diversity is by taking a probiotic that's actually bringing your own bacteria that already belongs to you and helping it flourish and thrive. Also, it's great to eat a lot of diverse groups of foods. So not sticking with the same old diet that we always do, but trying to eat, even going to the ethnic grocery stores and things like that and trying different types of foods to create some diversity. But um, so do not get caught up in the kitchen sink formulas of probiotics that have 15 different strains or anything like that. So those are probably the biggest myths that I hear out there. It's, it's kind of interesting. It's crazy to debunk them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I didn't know about the, um, um, I knew about the refrigeration and I was hoping you'd talk about that one, but, um, I didn't know about the, the, like the billions of strains. Um, yeah, it's, it's so interesting. Like when you, when your eyes are open to it, it's like, I look at those probiotics that are refrigerated and I'm like, no. <laughs> yeah, no, not going to do that. <laughs> um, so, so obviously like your probiotic is like the main star of Just Thrive, but I know you have other, um, you have other products that you offer that I'm actually really interested in learning more about. Um, so can you talk about um, those? Yep. yep. So um, uh, the next probiotic we, or next product that we could talk about is our prebiotic. So we have our probiotic and we have a prebiotic. And so we are this gut health company. We're all about gut health. And we didn't actually launch a prebiotic for a long time because we knew that prebiotics sometimes can make a problem worse because in that same garden analogy that I talked about, the, the prebiotic is like a fertilizer for the gut or, you know, yeah, fertilizer to the gut. And um, the, you go and you throw that fertilizer on that garden with the weeds and the good bacteria or the good plants and the the prebiotic could actually make a problem worse because they're going to feed the weeds. And so they're actually going to make the weeds overgrow because you're feeding the weeds. And so we actually found these particular fibers that only target the beneficial bacteria in the gut. So we have a precision prebiotic. We call it precision because it's very precise um, as to where, it, you know, which bacteria it's feeding in the gut. And then it also, um, you know, doesn't feed the you know, bad bacteria or contribute to the overgrowth of bacteria. So um, that's a really important product. We've studied that too, showing that it's actually increasing the combination of the probiotic and prebiotic are actually increasing some keystone strains like acromancia, uh, the calum bacteria, um, bifidobacterium, all these really important keystone strains. When you have heightened or high levels of these keystone strains, they equate to health. So we know that the combination of these are actually increasing the um, amount of keystone strains in our gut. So the combination of the prebiotic and probiotic are really, really beneficial for you. Um, then we have our IgG product, which is, um, it stands for immunoglobulin G. Immunoglobulins are, it's an antibody. And 
there we make IgG in our body as already and the role of IgG in the body is to actually bind and neutralize toxins in the gut and so it will bind and neutralize like it'll grab onto a virus it'll or a pathogen and there's no evidence that it it binds and neutralizes COVID-19 or anything like that. There's no evidence of that. It's just that it takes like viruses and pathogens and it will bind them and attack and then neutralize them so they're safe and then they leave it causes you to leave the body. So that's the job that our IgG in our body already does. It's like we're like the soldier these IgG are like the soldiers in our body and they kind of grab onto the bad guys and then just get rid of them. So um, we have now more IgG. This IgG is a bovine-derived IgG. So there's no, a lot of times people will get IgG from colostrum. Uh, the problem with colostrum is that there's dairy component to it. And they could have other, you know, pus and different components with it. But these, um, the, our IgG is just bovine-derived. So it is the most clean type of IgG formula you could get. Um, and so it's more IgG in the gut. So it also is great for strengthening the gut barrier so that, you know, leakiness of the gut. Um, it's just, it's so credible for our immune system. So I've been, I, I feel so grateful that I'm in this business right now because I mean, I've got like, I, we already had everybody on the family on the products, but I'm like telling my in-laws and my parents to take double the amount of IgG because I just, I want to know, like, it's so incredibly important for our immune system because if we're, our body's better able to fight a, a more um, difficult virus if we have less viral load in our body anyway. So um, it's really great to, we have everybody doubling up on that. So um, we also have our Gluten Away product. So Gluten Away is meant for um, the accidental exposure to gluten. So it's not meant to be like, oh, you could take it and now I can eat gluten all day. It's really for people who have celiac and people who have um, some gut, you know, or gluten intolerances and who really eat gluten-free. Unfortunately, a lot of gluten-free foods that are labeled gluten-free, actually they did a study, they found out like up to 50% of them actually saw trace amounts of gluten in there. And that would cause just trace amounts of gluten will cause someone with celiac some pretty um, you know, damaging effects. So this is meant to, um, there's an ingredient in there called tolerase G. It's this incredible enzyme that actually breaks apart the gluten so small that it ha it's no longer toxic. So um, that's really, really great that gluten away is great for accidental exposure to gluten. Um, and then we have vitamin K2, which is interesting because vitamin K2 is not in the gut um, category, but we have a, our, our mantra of our company is that we only bring products that are truly missing in the market and needed in the market. And our vitamin K2, the role of vitamin K2 is to move calcium away from arteries where we don't want it and into the bone where we do want it. So it's really important for heart health and bone health. Um, and vitamin K, we have um, a very high dosage in our product, which is really key and critical because when you have lots of K2, um, it, it, there's no, like you can't go, there's no lethal dosage that they're aware of for K2. So you can take lots of K2 and its job is literally to be um, removing the calcium, directing the calcium. So really great for bone health, um, for kids with growing bones, really great for older people who are suffering from bone density issues. And then um, really great for your heart health because we're getting rid of any calcium buildup where it doesn't belong and directing the calcium to the bone where it does belong. Um, so those are our, that's our lineup. And we are gonna be launching um, a really exciting product at the end of um, July. So uh, we'll wait to let you know about that. It's a surprise. Oh, I'm excited about that one. Um, again, we're only bringing, we're not a company that has like 200 products. We're really bringing for things that are only missing and needed in the market. Yeah. And researched. And researched. Yeah. So that's like the most important thing. Um, yes. That's so cool. I didn't, um, I wasn't as familiar with the other products, but that's really great to know. I was just thinking how the IgG, I bet, is a really good combination with the probiotic, especially if you have leaky gut or candida Absolutely. to help get those toxins out. Um, so now I'm kind of considering that too. Um, thank you for, for describing um, your products to us and um, for chatting with me today. It, it's, 
so fascinating to just like hear more about the gut and probiotics that I didn't know before and to be reminded of things that I did know. Um, so thank you. Um, I love to ask all my guests at the end, do you have any messages that you want to leave people with after the episode? Yeah. Um, I think the biggest message is as it relates to gut health is just that just remember that that is where you start. It's like ground zero for health and, um, and don't ever underestimate that. It's really where you need to start for health. And it's all kinds of things. And your mindfulness and your, your mind is so impactful on your gut. And, um, and again, like I said, with the stress, like lifestyle is just really important. If you're really unhappy in your job and it's causing you stress, you need to, you need to figure something out dramatically because everyone's like, I can't get out, but you know, you can, there are ways out. And you really, your lifestyle and your happiness needs to be paramount to enter everything. And um, it's hard. You could, you can't meditate your way out of a bad job. You just can't. Um, and you're a bad relationship or, you know, toxic friends and things like that. You just, you need to, um, and you'll, you'll just see all these other things starting to fall into place. Yeah. Thank you for that message. Um, can you please uh, tell everyone where they can find you and how they can contact you if they want? And I'll put all of the links and everything in the show notes. But yeah, can you? Sure. Yep. Um, the best place to contact is just thrivehealth.com. And um, on Instagram, we're at just thrive health also. Um, but if people have questions, like there, we have a phone number, we've got email, we have online chat, we have an amazing, amazing customer service team. I think, yes, you do. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, they aren't they amazing? It's like, oh my God, they're, uh, you know, and that's so important to us because we have such an amazing team anyway. Like, we just love each other. We're one big happy family and we just have a lot of fun together. And so, but they just love what they do and they love helping people. And so, if you have any questions about any of the products, it, we're really super nice and we love to talk to people about it. We, we're really into empowering people to take charge of their health. So, um, yeah, call us there. You can just look on our website, go on our website at justthrivehealth.com. Yeah. And I just want to echo, like you really do have the best team and like Emily, like shout out to Emily. Um, yeah, she, like she was like, Oh yeah, you could text the number anytime you have a question about something. And so really like, I'm so grateful for you all. And um, thank you so much for chatting with me today. It's been really fun. Yeah. You bet. Thanks for having me. And thanks for the great work you're doing, Sydney. Yeah, of course.